This program deals with themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside of this world. We must guard against the military-industrial complex. Exopolitics, paranormal phenomena, and deep analysis of current world events. From somewhere in the desert, between Area 51 and Roswell, blasting across the planet, the Manticore Network proudly presents Fairy Tales. Because the truth will set you free. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Force has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! The power they took from the people will return to the people. And so long as men die, liberty will never perish. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty! The only thing we have to fear is fear itself! Sooner or later, though. You always have to wake up. Be skeptical, but don't close your mind. Greetings to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of Veritas at VeritasRadio.com, where we believe nothing but consider everything. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas. And I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, please make yourself at home. I want to thank you, Very Dust member, for making this program possible. Tonight's special guest is premier hypnotherapist, researcher, and author, Dolores Cannon, a veteran of this program. We will discuss more of her work into past life regressions and what some of the common messages are that can help us with our present lives and our future. Dolores Cannon will be with us shortly. To listen to the full interview, just go to VeritasRadio.com and subscribe. You will receive instant access to all of our material. And don't let this winter weather win over your health. Get MMS right from us. It's so inexpensive and does so much. As I always say, it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. And for those of you who continue to write about Season 3 on the USB drive, we should be getting a shipment very soon. The remaining ones flew off the shelves during the holiday season, but check back periodically, as we're expecting a new shipment soon. You can buy Seasons 1, 2, or 3, or all of them, to save on shipping. Go to the Veritas store and click on the USB drive link, and send us an email from there and put your name on the list so you can get yours first. And I'm letting you know in advance, I will be attending the 2012 International UFO Congress in Scottsdale, Arizona, from February 22nd to the 26th. 
For more information, click on the banner on our website. As usual, we're going to have a lot of fun. I will be having a lot of fun meeting a lot of you and the great speakers. I hope to see you there. And to get in touch with me, just click on the contact button of our website at VeritasRadio.com. Is there really a contract when we are born on this earth? Is it an agreement to be who we are while we are during the short or long life we live? What is our purpose? Are we a body experiencing a spirit or a spirit experiencing a body? Is learning from our past lives addicting? Are we turned into past life junkies? If we're not supposed to know who we were before and what we did, is it cheating to find out? Are certain individuals bringing back the lost knowledge from the Library of Alexandria and elsewhere? Who will join the new earth and who will stay behind in the old earth? If we can visit our past through life regression, is it possible to visit our future through life progression? What's in store for us in 2012 and beyond? For answers to these and many more questions, Dolores Cannon is coming up next. This is Mel Fabregas, and you're listening to Veritas. Don't go anywhere. and you're listening to Veritas Radio. Dolores Cannon is a past life regressionist and hypnotherapist who specializes in the recovery and cataloging of lost knowledge. Her roots in hypnosis go back to the 1960s. She has been specializing in past life therapy since 1979. A retired Navy wife from Huntsville, Arkansas, Dolores was nearly 50 years old when she began experimenting with hypnosis and past life regression. The results were, to say the least, quite spectacular. Dolores is now teaching her unique technique of hypnosis all over the world. In 1986, she expanded her investigations into the UFO field. She has done on-site studies of suspected UFO landings and has investigated the crop circles in England. The majority of her work in this field has been the accumulation of evidence from suspected abductees through hypnosis. Dolores is an international speaker who has lectured on all the continents of the world. Her 15 books are translated into 20 languages. She has spoken to radio and television audiences worldwide, and articles about and by Dolores have appeared in several U.S. and international magazines and newspapers. Dolores was the first American and the first foreigner to receive the Orpheus Award in Bulgaria for the highest advancement in the research of psychic phenomena. She has received outstanding contribution and Lifetime Achievement Awards from several hypnosis organizations. Dolores has a very large family who keep her solidly balanced between the real world and the unseen world of her work. 
Laura's new book is now available for sale, The Convoluted Universe, Book 4. And to learn more about Dolores Cannon and her work, visit her website at OzarkMT, as in Ozark Mountain, OzarkMT.com or DoloresCannon.com, which are both linked on our website. And directly from Huntsville, Arkansas, get ready to have your mind bend like a pretzel. I would like to welcome Dolores Cannon. Hello, Dolores, and welcome back. How are you? I'm fine. There was just one thing in that intro I wanted to correct. The books. Yeah, I've had 17 books now. There you go. You know what? When I read the, the this is in, in your last book, and I thought, hmm, if she put it in the book, maybe maybe it's 15, but it's 17. I'm glad you corrected me. Well, we're going to have to go back and, and fix that bio, I guess. Please do. Please do. Because I knew it. Last time you, you said the same thing, and it was 16. Now it's 17. Congratulations on the new book. Yeah, this, this is the first year that I've ever written two books in one year. Two books in one year, and you did it, let me guess, while traveling. Yes, because I just got back. I came, got home just before Thanksgiving. This is the only time of the year that I'm really home is the holidays, and I just got back from five months all over the world, and it was very intense. I'm not going to do that again because it was one trip booked up right to the next to the next one, and uh, it was very intense and tedious, and so I'm not going to do that again. But also, I was under a deadline to get this last book finished. So every spare moment I had in the um, hotel rooms, everything, I was spent on my little computer trying to finish that book and sending it back to our office in the States, chapter by chapter. So I didn't have much time to relax on the whole thing. So it was was kind of a... A rough routine with I was lecturing and I did um, classes everywhere in addition to writing. Dolores, how in the world, and I've asked you this last time and every time I meet you, how in the world do you have the energy to do this? Are you getting some help from, from your quote unquote friends? Oh, I know I am because they've told me many times they're helping me. They said, how do you think you can do this without help? That's this fine is, with me. I welcome them helping me. <laughs> of course. And what a great way to start the year, Dolores. As I said, I just received the new book, and uh, I can't read it all in one day because it's, it's a long one, and I like to read every, every story slowly. But when opening your book, The Convoluted Universe, Book 4, I see in the table of contents the first chapter entitled, My Own Past Lives. I didn't realize so many people ask you the question, do you know? about any of your own past lives, and have you ever been regressed, and if so, by whom, and what did you discover? Yeah, they're always asking me that at all of my lectures. It always comes up. Also, but I want to say, you haven't read Three Waves, have you? No, I have it right here, too. It's in my list. Okay, that came out in June. So that's what yes. I mean. There were two this, this year, and that one is just as big. Yes, absolutely. After Three Waves of Volunteers, I had so much material that I had to pull it out uh, they kept saying, why don't you put all the information about the new world, the new earth, into one book? So I pulled it all out of all my other material, and then I had a lot of new material and the information about the three waves of volunteers. So I decided to pull it out rather than put it in convoluted form and make it into a separate book. And convoluted four, after I did that, was already so big that I had to remove 
another 300, over 300 pages out of convoluted four. Otherwise, it would have been over 900 pages long. So that gives me the basis now for another book. So I'm working on three more. So there's there's tons of material. I'm not going to run out of material to write about for a long time. Absolutely. But, but anyway, to get back to your question, uh, there are a lot of people always wanting to know about that because, but I, you know, have, do you know anything about your own past life? I always tell my students it's a good idea if they can have their own regressions and find out about themselves because it is valuable to know about your own history. Of course, they, you know who I mean by they, the ones I work with, are always saying you're not supposed to focus so much on the past lives. You're supposed to focus on now and moving forward into the future. But, you know, people want to know. But they said if you continue to look to the past, you're going to be living in the past. But I think it's good information for my clients when they come. We always begin with a past life to see if we can find some of the answers there. But I don't want people to focus too much on that. Then they become what I call past life junkies. Junkies, yes. That's all they want to do is say, oh, look what I was in another life. And that's not, uh, that's not important, really. It's the information that helps us to move forward. By the way, I had uh, one of your students do a regression for me uh, a few weeks ago. And I'm not going to talk about this on the air. It's very personal. I hope she did a good job. I think she did a good job because I, I, I deal with claustrophobia and so on, and I found some answers that way. So kudos to, to the way you're teaching these students, Dolores. Okay, because I'm teaching it all over the world. I mean, I was in Russia earlier. Now, well, now we're in 2012, but in the beginning of 2011, I started out in Russia. I've got... Uh, now I'm teaching my advanced class there, and I was there four times in the year before that. They are having miraculous results, and at the advanced class, three of them were reporting how they had cures for cancer. So they're doing what I'm teaching them to do. And then, you know, we're, ha- we're giving the classes everywhere. I just gave one in Singapore uh, in October 2011, and I'm leaving in February in my next overseas trip, I'll be going to China, to Shanghai, and I'm going to be teaching the Chinese. So it's a lot of work, but I think it's bearing fruit because uh, they're learning, they're passing it on, because I can't see everybody. There's so many people that want help, and I can't do it by myself anymore. There's just too many. That's why I started 2002 teaching this, and it's growing. We have very large classes. And it's very important they're getting this now. Absolutely. And you mentioned Russia. Uh, there's a story on your book that I think is, it's worth to mention. Uh, the former Soviet Republic of Bulgaria. You, you had a, a, a very interesting experience. Do you want to summarize what happened there ever since you got out of the plane? Yeah, that goes back to one of my past lives. Because that's when I tell people I know about eight of my past lives. I know why I'm doing what I'm doing, and I know about my connection with my family, so that's all I need. I don't need to go back and do it again. It's just a tool. Yes. But in uh, one of them does explain why I'm doing what I'm doing. And when I had these past lives, it was back at the beginning when I was first trying out different methods before I developed my own method. 
and I had um, other friends that were hypnotists did sessions on me, and that's how I found some of these. It was before I developed the healing technique that I use now. Anyway, uh, I went back to the lifetime where I was at the Alexandrian Library, and everybody probably knows about the Alexandrian Library. It sure. was it just had all this knowledge in it, and all the books and the scrolls and all of the ancient hidden knowledge. And it was destroyed uh, by the Christians, I believe. The, I think the Arabs had something to do with it, too, mm-hmm. when they were trying to destroy all of the knowledge. But I was there at the Alexandrian Library. I couldn't read. I was just a caretaker of the books, one of the ones that just worked in the library. I was a man, and I knew where everything was kept. So when people would come in, I would find the scrolls that they wanted and take them to them. And there was one man in particular in my regression that came in. He was a man who wore black robes, and he was a scholar. And I would always know which books that he wanted, the scrolls, and I would get them for him. Now, the most valuable and ancient of the scrolls were always kept on the upper shelves. So I always always bring them to this man. Anyway, I was there uh, whenever the the people came in and began destroying the library. And it was very traumatic because they were grabbing the scrolls and the books and piling them in piles, and they were setting fire to them. And it was very uh, emotional whenever they began to pull the scrolls down from the upper shelves because those were the most valuable. And you can imagine how traumatic that would have been to see all this happening, and then they began to burn it. Well, when the fire started, anyway, I grabbed as many as I could, and I ran out of the building. Uh, of course, I was crying. When I got out into the street, I was run over by a chariot holding on to the books. And when I told this, at, I was at a lot of panels in the early days, and past life panels, and they were always wanting to know about it. And I said, this explains my love of knowledge, especially lost knowledge, and wanting to get lost knowledge back. How I respect books. I have such an, you know, I love for books. When my books began um, appearing in the libraries, to me that was more exciting than having them be in the bookstores. So I have such an affinity with libraries. But that was my it's my uh, drive anyway. I keep saying I'm the reporter, the investigator, the researcher of lost knowledge. That's where it came from. But the story had a different twist. That's why I put it in the book because I think it was proved out. This was in the 90s when I was asked to come to Bulgaria. My books were being translated there. And this man called Drago was the one who uh, arranged everything and got me over there. And it was an amazing experience because Bulgaria had just uh, pulled away from the Soviet Union. And the infrastructure was a mess. The Soviets had destroyed it because they thought they didn't like them pulling away from the Soviet Union. And they said, well, if you come back into the Soviet Union, we will make repairs to the infrastructure. So it was really pretty bad shape when I got there. The only thing they really had for any entertainment or anything was books, and so they really were interested in books. 
But when I got off the plane, it was like a rock star. I've never had such a reception. There were huge crowds at the air. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.